Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Shai Martin. <laughs> yeah, hi. They're Born in Sweden. Where in Sweden? Um, I'm born in South Sweden, uh, in a small village, mm-hmm. like 500 people. Oh wow! Called, yeah. What is it called? It's called uh, Liedala. Liedala. <laughs> it's very Swedish. <laughs> and are your parents originally from there as well, or? Yeah, actually, yeah, in the areas around that. Mm-hmm. So it's like a small, small city village. Oh, what do, What do your parents do, or back then? <sighs> um, my dad is like cons what do you call it consult like he's doing like electrical stuff oh okay <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and my mom is like working she's helping out with like youth that are that needs extra help mm. so yeah. where do you think got your creative side from um like my parents has listened to a lot of music when i grew up um not the music that i listen to now or <laughs> right but I think they, they've always loved music and they've always like supported me since I was a kid. Like I've always been singing. Um, so yeah, they've always been very supportive. What kind of music did they play in the house when you were growing up? Uh, my dad played like Swedish punk. <laughs> uh, and my mom played like Swedish, um, more singing songwriter music in Swedish. Mm-hmm. And also my dad listened to like metal and a lot of ABBA also yeah yeah so not so much like american music though. no right? not at all really <laughs> no so how did you find it or what were you first listening to when you started finding music on your own oh this is so embarrassing like my first cd i ever bought was uh smurf hits it's like the smurfs <laughs> uh, <laughs> so cute yeah so that was my first like that i picked um otherwise like i listened to like hits for kids and stuff when I was younger mm-hmm. um, yeah did you get attached to a single artist back then that you started um, following and like listening to more and more of that specific artist music I think like I watched a lot of like Idol when it came to Sweden mm-hmm. uh, and I loved like the people that were on Idol and I was obsessed every year <laughs> <laughs> um, but not really like uh, I changed a lot like who I listened to mm. How would you yeah. describe yourself back then growing up, your personality? Um, when I was younger, I was like all over the place <laughs> and I wanted attention all the time. Um, and I was like singing. I, I think I sang more than I, than I talked, like I sang about everything. If I, were, if I was painting, I sang about that, like what I was painting. Um, yeah, I think I was... Um, yeah, I, I was talking and singing a lot and I was like all over the place. So in school, were your favorite subjects like art subjects? Yeah, I loved writing. Um, I wrote a lot of like stories, made up stories about things and like mm. um, poetry and stuff. Yeah. And did you know from the beginning that you kind of was always going to be in music somewhere or another? I think so. Like, I was performing at every chance I was given. Um, and I was always, like, at every, like, school reunion. Like, in that reunion, but, like, when you got together and stuff, um, I was 
always performing. Um, so I, I don't know. It feels like I've always been doing music, and I played guitar when I was eight, mm. um, and piano, and I started my like band, my own first band when I was twelve, and I didn't know what a band was. <laughs> But I, and I couldn't, like, I wasn't that... Were classmates? Yeah, like, <laughs> three other girls. Um, and we had this band, like a rock band. Um, yeah, and I don't know, like, I always wanted to do something like that, like being in a band, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but did you know anyone around you who was a musician? Like, in the small town, or...? Um, not really. Uh, there was a few people that played instruments and stuff, but... I wouldn't say that, not really. Um, I don't know why, I just wanted to do music. Mm -hmm. Did you have some plan early on of like how you were gonna make it out, like make it out of the small town doing music? Like how did you realize how to do it? Um, I studied, in high school I studied uh, at a music gymnasium, um, it's like high school thing. Mm -hmm. um, and after that, I, I got signed at EMI um, label, EMI public, not publishing label, um, when I was 17 or 18. I signed singing in Swedish. Um, How did I, you meet those people at EMI? Uh, they, they actually uh, reached out to my teacher after I had put up like a song on YouTube. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So I, what made you decide that you wanted to put out songs? Oh, was that original or was it a cover? Uh, it wasn't original. Oh, wow. Uh, in Swedish. And it was, I, like, my ex-ex-boyfriend applied with a song that I wrote in Swedish to a contest in oh. the, the high school. Um, and I won the contest. Uh, and I was so, like, I don't know, I was ashamed of writing it. I don't know why. But I, what was it about? It was about love, <laughs> of course. Of course. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, no, but yeah. And then I put it up on YouTube, and yeah. <laughs> then things happened. Did it? Did it um, go viral, or was it just a small number of people who watched it? Or do you know how it even got to the people? At it was like twenty-five thousand, so it wasn't oh, that so much. Oh, that did pretty well. Oh, like, maybe. Just for your maybe. first song, yeah. Because it's That's in a... Swedish. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess maybe that was. So good. your friends started sharing it. How do you know how it? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, and after that, I like after high school, I worked with a lot of different stuff, like being bartender and like a nightclub photographer, and I had like guitar lessons and stuff. Like, and I worked as a waiter uh, and a, at a hotel, and like I did a lot of stuff, but music for two years. Um, and then I started studying at another school in North Sweden that's called Musikvakarna. Mm -hmm. uh, that is like a songwriting school. Oh. Uh, and that was like 2014, I think. So four years ago now. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. you wanted to... You already knew that you wanted to like be a songwriter first before being an artist. Or yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Or yeah, yeah, when I was younger I wanted to be an artist. But then I, I think I got tired of it also like when you go to high school it's easy that you get like insecure mm. uh, which I did um, and I was really shy and I was embarrassed and I was ashamed <laughs> of like doing music uh, and I didn't want it to be like in the spotlight um, 
so actually like it was when I came across like Tove Lu mm -hmm. uh, that I realized that you could work as a songwriter um, and I got so inspired by that I think and I started like writing my own songs uh, in my in my bedroom mm -hmm. um, what did yeah. your parents think about you going to the songwriters well songwriting school were they supportive yeah They've nice. always been like super supportive. Oh. Um, so yeah, they thought it was a great idea. Um, yeah. Looking back, do you think this school taught you a lot? I think so, mm -hmm. absolutely. Because I met a lot of like new people and I, that I work with almost every day today. Um, so that school really helped me get into the industry in Sweden. Mm -hmm. Also, you meet a lot of people, like publishers come up to the school. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's it's a really, really good school for songwriters, and it's really popular mm -hmm. also. Um, I don't know if you know Leon and Scott, and yeah. there's a lot of people that mm -hmm. went to that oh, school. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, they did. So it's a really, really good school. And yeah. then, so what happened with the EMI? So you were still with them while going yeah, to the school? Yeah, like, actually... Um, when I started studying at school, I had been with them for three years. And by that time, EMI was bought up by Warner in Sweden. Mm -hmm. So the contract just like somehow got ripped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, which was like lucky for me because then I had like a restart and I could do whatever I wanted. Uh, and I never released anything with that label. Oh yeah, so you never actually put anything out no, through. Okay. No, and I'm happy for that today. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a name before Shy Martin? Yeah, but it was only it was my real name. Oh. Sarah. <laughs> so what made you want to change? Uh, it was actually uh, we had at this school that I studied, the songwriting school. Um, we had a class that was about like. You had to uh, create an artist project um, and do like promotion and like uh, like if it was a real project. Um, and my boyfriend that I met at the school, he was like he was helping me out with finding a name for mm -hmm. my artist project. And he was like, "You should be called Shem Martin uh, because you're so shy and you always wear Dr. Martins." Oh. Um, <laughs> and he didn't know that my twin brother's name is Martin. <laughs> uh, and he was really shy because I took all the space when I was younger, so he was really shy as a kid. <laughs> so I was like, perfect! Uh, <laughs> <your brother. laughs> yeah, so it's actually for my twin brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I took his name. <laughs> and then what happened after you finished that school? Um, that was two years ago. One month or two months before I graduated, um, I wrote a song on my couch with my boyfriend um, and we recorded it in my wardrobe and I just had a tonsil operation so I wasn't allowed to sing mm. um, and that song later got released uh, and it's called The Ocean with Mike Perry mm. um, and that song like it blew up How did you connect big. with him? Uh, he was actually, he is from the same town as me oh, wow. yeah. so he was reaching out with a few chords and he wanted to do something together because we were from the same town mm -hmm. um, yeah and at the same like week or two weeks or something we also wrote another song on my couch um, and we we were so tired of the industry and like people telling us what was good or not and we really liked the songs we were like maybe we should try to reach out to the artists ourselves 
Um, so we started like googling the Chainsmokers email because we thought the song would fit the Chainsmokers. It mm -hmm. was like around the time they released Roses. Oh, okay. Um, so we thought like, oh, maybe in the top lines with EDM tracks might be something. Um, so we googled their email and then we sent an email to uh, an email that we found. Uh, and they answered and they released the song. That's uh, so crazy. And that's all we know with yeah. the Smokers. So like, and all that just happened like really, really fast. Is uh, that weird? Like, this was within a span of months, right? After graduating or? Yeah. yeah so everything yeah. was just like, was that weird for you? Like, it kind of yeah. was, became, was it easy? Like, you're like, wow, this is easier than I thought after so many yeah, years yeah, of I like, mean, it was trying. more like, it was like a revelation. Like mm -hmm. I realized, oh wait, there is no rules. Like, yeah. there isn't a way you have to do it, and there isn't, you don't need to, if you believe in anything, like, if you believe that your song is good, that can be enough. Like, you don't need other people's opinions. Um, and it's so cool with internet and, like, social media, it's like, how you can reach out to people um, through that, and you don't have to go through managers and through labels and publishers, and... I think that's so amazing that you can just reach out to other creators mm -hmm. and other artists. Um, so you had no one helping you or any not, mentor or Not manager. at that time, yeah. no. Uh, now I work with people, but, mm -hmm. um, but it, it's all about finding the right people to work with. I, I don't say that like major labels and publishing labels are bad, but if you don't need them and if you're ambitious and um, you can do a lot yourself um, mm -hmm. which is really cool and then what was the next big song that you wrote after that because I know you did a few but I want to just know the order yeah so it was like the ocean with my prairie mm -hmm. and then it was all we know with the Chainsmokers and then uh, we released another song at the same time with Cream from Norway mm -hmm. uh, that got pretty big taped apart um, and then right after that first time with Kaigo Nelly Golding um, and, and that then, one you also reached out directly or, or you, I uh, mean, they already know you by that point? I reached out to a person I knew worked with him mm -hmm. um, and just sent the song and he liked it. So yeah, that happened that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Be Bricks song came um, and then I Wanna Know when Noted and Be A Miller. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then a few songs like Time Flies, we released a song with them, and Astrid, and Twisted Kid, So this Alma. is like every month or something. <laughs> yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah, like I'm getting goosebumps by you telling It's me. been two and a half years, so it's, yeah. for me it feels like a long time. Um, but yeah, it's been going fast as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's really cool. It's cool to be able to work with like when I started at this school, I wrote a list of people I wanted to work with. Oh. And on that list is the Chainsmokers and Alan Walker and Kaigo wow. and Tobestirke. And you know, like, it feels so cool to be able to work with the people that you dreamt of working mm -hmm. with. Who else um, is on that list? <laughs> I can't tell you. No, <laughs> no but I, I would love to work with, there's a lot of great artists. Like. I would love to work with Sean Mendes yeah. uh, someday, and yeah, there's a lot of like Selena Gomez. Um, there's so many. There's so much great music mm -hmm. right now. I think. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. <laughs>
Hopefully. <laughs> I know for sure. <laughs> yeah. What was the turning point that you decided that you wanted to be an artist yourself? Uh, it was last year. Um, and I just felt like, you, as a songwriter, you write so many songs uh, that never gets released, even though they're good, because it's all about like timing and politics, and if the artist is in the room, or if you can reach out to the artist, and you know, there's a late, like there's so many factors uh, for a song to get out. So even though you love a song, it doesn't mean it will be, uh, it will get out or it will get cut yeah. or. Um, so I just felt that I had so many songs that I felt so emotionally attached to. Because every time I write a song, I want it to be genuine and I want it to be um, my feelings. Um, so you invest a lot in writing a song. Uh, so I just felt like these days it's so easy to put out your music. And I just felt like I wanted these songs that I really loved to be released. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and did you find a separate manager for that or how, how is it working with the team, um, with your own artists, I mean, artist stuff? Actually, like we created a label uh, because you can do that yeah. these days as well. Oh, what's it called? Uh, it's called BLNK Music. Okay. Uh, and it's, we're like seven, eight nine maybe people oh, wow. friends in the same age like just doing stuff together um, and four of us went to the same class at that school mm. and everyone in the company has gone to that school like studied at that music school wow. um, so it's a really good school <laughs> uh, but yeah it's amazing to be able to work independent um, and like all the stuff you can do these days, it's so easy to put a song out. It's so easy to, like everything has changed so quickly with like social medias and internet and Spotify, uh, which is so exciting. I think mm -hmm. it's really exciting and really interesting. Like I love pitching songs and I love the admin side and I love writing songs and yeah, I'm just very- the total music person yeah, all yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's super exciting. Mm -hmm. What is it like working with a songwriting partner? Shainori is yeah, also your yeah. boyfriend. So we actually, we met at the music school. Uh, and first we couldn't write together because we just wanted to hang out. So we could only write a verse and then we <laughs> just wanted to hang out instead. Um, and the first, like one of the first songs we wrote together was The Ocean and All We Know. Um, so we realized, like, and that was in the end of those two years at the school. So we were like, maybe we should write together uh, because mm -hmm. it turned out really good. And then we worked a lot together, like for one and a half year. Mm -hmm. And now we work, we work, we still work together, but we work more separately because oh. he has his own artist project. Okay. And, uh, which is really nice, but I, yeah, it's it's special. It's really special to work with your partner. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> like for us, it was really awesome to experience everything for the first time together. Like mm. being able to go to LA for the first time together. Yeah. And just like everything, because we wrote the same songs, everything happened for us together. So we could celebrate together and, you know, be sad together <laughs> if something happened. <laughs> and it was just really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, to share that with someone. I would never want to do it myself, I think. Um, but yeah, like, 
lately we haven't been working that much together mm -hmm. just because we felt like we needed to be boyfriend girlfriend also mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and do like boyfriend girlfriend stuff yeah <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. but yeah what was it like performing with Matoma at the Nobel piece oh wow uh, like they called me or yeah they called and emailed me five or four days before and just asked me and I was like I didn't know what it was like Nobel Peace Prize award um, and I thought it was only like the crowd that was in the room that watched it I didn't know that it was like live stream <laughs> and I, like lucky for me they told me afterwards so I was like what uh, and I've never done like TV before Wow. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack now. Yeah. Uh, no, but I never done TV before, and it was so nervous. Um, it was really nervous, and I, I, I don't feel like I'm a performer. I feel like I'm more like I've been behind the scenes writing all, mm -hmm. like writing songs. So it's, it's very, uh, it's very nervous being on stage and being like in the spotlight, doing stuff like this. <laughs> I think, uh, but yeah, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was really, really cool. And can you tell me about your experience with the Bibi Rexa, the women's? Yeah, dinner? yeah, yeah. I just came from the dinner or brunch <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit jet lagged. <laughs> That's why. Uh, it was it was so cool. I was there last year as well, and then it was a dinner. Um, and last year it was like 40 people or something mm -hmm. um, and this year it was like 100 plus um, which was really cool and there's so many great like uh, females that I have been looking up to since way back um, like I told you with Tove Lu mm -hmm. um, for example or like Tyler Parks or um, Bibi uh, so many great like artists and songwriters and it's so nice because there wasn't any like managers or business people there uh, so it was like really really like warm and uh, just really nice environment mm -hmm. to meet people at. yeah um, yeah and she's such an inspiration she's amazing I mean I think that it's so important to do stuff like this uh, and to just like highlight all the women in the industry because there is so many of them uh, and I like I barely work with women uh, not producers anyway and it's so nice to yeah. know and get to know uh, so many great producers and writers that are female not because that matters but mm -hmm. it's it's really nice yeah no, exactly yeah. <laughs> how did the Spotify equalizer thing happen uh, it was last year or two years ago, uh, and I I don't know how it happened, but it was like a, a dinner thing with Spotify and MXM, which is like Max Martin's uh, company, um, and also Musik Fliegerna. It's like the publishing something in Sweden, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they did like this dinner where they invited songwriters, producers uh, that, that were females um, and then they had like uh, Icona Pop mm. was also there and Max Martin and we just like 
we just had a dinner uh, and we went to Max Martin's house uh, and just got to know each other uh, and talked about music overall, <laughs> which was really, really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's such a great concept and also that is so important as well. Um, yeah, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm super happy I got to be a part of that. What was the inspiration for your overthinking EP, right? Or, yeah, yeah, EP, yeah. Um, I think, like, I see myself as a songwriter more than I see myself as an artist. I don't know if there is any difference, really. But for me, writing songs, uh, I just love writing songs. And I, I don't want to have a specific genre. Um, so overthinking, like, as a person, like, I overthink everything. Same. All the time. <laughs> totally like, everything. I think too much. Me too. Uh, and just, like, coming up with a name to the EP was, like, a mission. <laughs> and I was like, it's so crazy because I overthought that as well. Um, and I talked to my boyfriend and he was, like, overthinking maybe. Um, and yeah, he's good with names. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Uh, no, but I, I thought, like... All the songs are so different from each other, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like it, it is my, what do you call it? Like, as a person, if I would describe myself, it would be like an overthinker, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, in a good and a bad way. Uh, so it just felt like that was a good name mm -hmm. for the EP. Yeah. <laughs> because the songs are a lot about like overthinking situations when it comes to like relationships and like yeah like back and forth mm -hmm. how would you say your writing has changed compared to the early songs you wrote um i don't know if it has changed that much um really no i, I don't think it has mm -hmm. changed like you meet a lot of people and you get inspired when you get into the business um, but I think I have kind of the same like writing style if I have it. Mm -hmm. How about your, the style of your music or the theme? Has uh, it changed? With my own music? Yeah. Um, I don't know. If it's like I just want to write songs that I, uh, what I feel like in the moment. Um, so it can be whatever uh, really. Which is really nice that you can you, that I don't have any like a frame or any rules or I always tell the people I'm working with when I'm writing for myself uh, that I just want to write like a good song mm -hmm. it, because I want it to be I want everyone in the room to be able to talk about their experience uh, and like their relations and to make a song together because that's what's so cool with songwriting like that everyone in the room has a saying. Uh, and that it becomes a mix of uh, <laughs> karaoke already. There's no one in there. No one inside. And by the car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but it, that's the coolest thing I think. Like that the song becomes a mixture between the people in the room. Um, and I want it to be like that, even though I'm writing for myself. Also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? I think I'm starting to become more comfortable. Uh, but it's like 
When I was younger, I was, like I told you, like, I was very... I could stand in front of the mirror. My mom told me that and, like, be like, oh, you look so good. Uh, <laughs> and I would never do that now, which is a shame. Like, I should do that. Everyone should do that. Um, but it feels like I'm starting to get more, like, comfortable and more, like, less insecure when it comes to writing because it's so, it's so personal. Mm. And I think that's a good thing for me to... Um, just to get my feelings out and to uh, yeah I think it's like I want to develop and I want to uh, do stuff that I don't really dare to do like stand on the stage like the Nobel Peace Prize Award like I I would never dare to do that but I did it anyway uh, and I think it's so good to like do stuff that you don't dare to do mm -hmm. like this time when I went here I traveled by myself and for me that's a big yeah. deal like going to LA by myself um, but it's good to, I try to do stuff like that mm -hmm. more and more like get out of my comfort zone yeah <laughs> yeah actually with that what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far in your life um, wow that's a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> it was a challenge, I think, to move up to that school because it was like 70 Swedish miles mm -hmm. from where I lived, like from that small village to move up to North Sweden. It felt like a challenge to like try out to do something, like try to do your dream or make your dream come true. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That, that was a challenge, I would say. And getting into the industry, yeah, like, it's a hard industry. Hard. What does love mean to you? Love? Yeah. Um, what does love mean to me? Um, well, it's like, it's everywhere. There's so many, like, I'm always writing about love. <laughs> yeah, different, there's so many, like, you. different ways to talk about love. And everyone has experienced it in some way. And everyone has been heartbroken in some way, and everyone has been uh, like super in love with someone or something. So it's like a really good topic to write about. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my like, I always write about love in some <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. Last question What do you want to be remembered for? My music, mm -hmm. I think. I want my music to be bigger or more known than me because I don't know I just want to like touch people with my music mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't really matter for me if people know who I am as long as they as long as I've, I can change like someone's situation with my music or help someone through something or yeah like communicate with people through my music yeah, yeah, I love this. This is so much fun. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys.